Shalom. I'm Ross Singer. Welcome to my podcast, Looking at Palestine from Zion. This podcast stems from an unlikely route. In the late 90s, a prominent modern Orthodox rabbi and scholar, J.J. Schachter, wrote an extended essay entitled Facing the Truths of History. He addressed the Orthodox community's relationship with historical truth. He explored cases where the community censored its history to make it conform with its values and self-perception. There was a tangent where he mentioned the polemics around a group of Israeli historians who were presenting a version of history that differed from the standard pro-Israeli narrative. This group, led by Benny Morris, Avi Schleim, and Ilan Pape, contended that the old historians offered a simplistic and consciously pro-Israeli interpretation of the past and generally avoided mention of anything reflecting poorly upon Israel, he wrote. These new historians recognized that misleading descriptions may have been necessary in the early years of the state when its future was not yet assured. Now that Israel was on secure footing and its archives had been open, it was possible to retell the story. Schachter continued, It was now argued, for example, that the Arab world did not fully devote itself to destroying the nascent Jewish state in May and June of 1948, that the Palestinians did not flee their homes voluntarily or in response to orders from Arab leaders. And finally, it is simply not true that at the end of the war, the Israelis wanted peace only to be repeatedly rebuffed by their recalcitrant and intransigent neighbors. But this new critical approach to Israel's founding and history did not go unchallenged. As Schachter wrote, a ferocious counterattack on this radical revisionism of Zionist historical dogma was not long in coming, led primarily by Shabtai Tevet and Ephraim Karsh, the defenders of the previously accepted view struck back, asserting that these academic Israeli bashers misuse historical evidence to serve preconceived dogmas. Theirs is not simply myth debunking, but the work done before our eyes is merely the rewriting of 100 years of Zionist history in the spirit of its enemies and opponents. Ephraim Karsh wrote, the new Israeli dystoriography would not be an inaccurate description of this foul play. I was aware of the debate, but had not devoted a lot of energy to it. I continued to encounter this so-called new historian narrative that challenged the standard pro-Zionist presentation. I frequently saw it reading from its critics. There was a 2000 article in Orthodox Union's Jewish Action by Professor Shlomo, Shlomo Slonim entitled Revising or Devising Israel's History, which harshly critiqued Benny Morris's book, Righteous Victims. So I went out and I bought a copy of Morris's book to see what the new historians were saying firsthand. It was a challenging read, and I wondered what to do with what I was confronting. Should I accept Morris's presentation? Or was Professor Slonim's attack more reliable? And presuming that at least some of Morris's claims were true, how should that affect my relationship to Zionism and Israel? These were not easy questions for me to answer. 
So at some point, I mustered up the nerve to call Rabbi Schachter. He was a very respectable figure in the modern Orthodox circles that I ran in. And it was also clear from his article and its extensive footnotes that he had been through a very significant amount of the new historian's work and their critics. I made the call, introduced myself, and asked for some guidance. My recollection of that phone call some two decades later is that Rabbi Schachter shared that he didn't have the time to go into detail, but that after going through the material, he felt that the new historian's approach was much less than totally convincing, and that they didn't provide sufficient reason to undermine commitment to Israel or the basic pro-Israel narrative. While I could understand Rabbi Schachter's limited answer, he didn't know me from Adam, I'm sure he had a great many commitments, but I was looking for something much more extensive. I wanted to really unpack this. I had always felt a natural sympathy for the plight of the Palestinians. There seemed to be too much truth on the side of Israel's critics to dismiss them out of hand. I wanted a fuller exploration of the historical truth to whatever extent it was possible. I wanted a thoughtful integration of that truth into my Zionism, presuming it could withstand that truth. I came to the conclusion that I was probably going to have to do this work myself. So around that time, I was scheduled to participate in a seminar in Israel, and I brought with me three books for the flight and for the downtime. The first was Edward Said's critique of the Oslo process, entitled Peace and Its Discontents, the second was Thomas Friedman's From Beirut to Jerusalem. And the third was Abraham Joshua Heschel's Israel, An Echo of Eternity. I remember I even wrote up a short article about the divergent approaches contrasting Said, the harsh critic of Arafat for being too forthcoming to Israel, with Friedman, whose gung-ho Zionist and pro-Israel stance was shattered by his reporting on the massacres at Sabra and Shatila, and finally, with Heschel, the starry-eyed romantic walking the streets of the prophets in the early wake of the Six-Day War, I was developing an appreciation for leaving my comfort zone to hear from diverse perspectives. Over the course of the past two decades, I've tried to continue that course. This approach to appreciating Israel was taken to a new level through my work that began about five years ago with Mejdi Tours. Mejdi Tours provides dual narrative guiding with one Jewish-Israeli guide and one Arab-Palestinian guide. In part, this podcast is a, an attempt to recreate the encounter that I've been missing since Corona interrupted touring in Israel and the Palestinian territories. But there's something more here. It is part of the process of the work that I began 20 years ago with my encounter with the new historians. My commitment to Zionism has had crisis moments, but I have not lost my basic stance that Zionism is a legitimate national liberation movement, and it is a compelling outgrowth of over 3,000 years of Jewish history, culture, and civilization. Besides an opportunity to process this for myself, I am hoping that it may help others who are interested in exploring the possibilities 
of a self-critical religious Zionism that is sympathetic to Palestinian claims. I hope this might become a resource. I've guided and encountered many young Jews with good intentions who to me seem to be underappreciating Israel's story. This is also in part a response to their apathy and even antipathy. I will try to keep this from being mere apologetics for Zionism in Israel, but I'm sure that to some extent, a significant piece of this project will be a defense of Israel and Zionism against its critics. I admit that reflexively, I often go into that posture. However, I will try to take seriously the legitimate critiques and rather than dismiss them, wonder and explore how to reconfigure my own Zionism and my commitments to the state of Israel where necessary. A couple of last points. Over time, my exploration has gone far beyond reading the new historians. I am trying to read a significant amount of material from Palestinian voices, though I am limited to what exists in English and Hebrew. While I'm working on basic Arabic, I don't anticipate being able to read sophisticated Arabic anytime soon, if ever. I also read material that is unabashedly and unapologetically pro-Israel. Of course, person-to-person -person interactions are crucial. I anticipate that they will find their way into what I process here, but my focus is going to be on the written word. It's also important to state that I am not an academic scholar. I'm not going into archives. I expect to be looking largely at secondary literature and reading the historical documents through mediated though diverse lenses. This is a very big project, but I'm keeping in mind the words of our sages in the ethics of the fathers, lo alecha hamlacha ligmor, you don't have to finish the work, but you're not allowed to refrain from starting it. And the words of the grandfather of political Zionism, Theodore Herzl, Im Tirzu, Enzo Agada, if you will it, it is no dream.